Coach Nell. Hello, hello. How you doing? Oh, I'm doing great. How are you doing? Um, awesome. So you finally get to do a podcast. Yeah, finally. I'm so excited for you. <sighs> <laughs> Ooh, and everybody in the house is awake. It's Coach DJ Taylor and Coach Nell coming to you from the house. We got both kids awake. Jack's laying down staring at us. Violet's eating breakfast and will probably join soon. How are you doing? Oh, I'm doing great. Tell us about Coach Nell. Just um, a little insight. Just a little insight. Coach Nell, um, I've been coaching for past 10 years. Uh, before that, I played collegiately at UAB. Um, before that, I was in Serbia for um, before I even got to United States at 18. I played volleyball since um, I was eight or nine. Uh, went through a junior national team. I went through a professional club. Quit volleyball for a year, then have decided that um, I wasted a lot of time if I just quit, so I got back to it and uh, got scholarship to UAB. Um, so that's how it started my uh, US journey. Um, few bumps on the road on both sides, on Serbian side and US side, but that's in a nutshell. Hey, there we go. Oh, we got to go to Serbia this past summer. That was awesome. Thank you for taking me. You're welcome. I really enjoyed it. <laughs> it was great. <laughs> Very green. Celebrity DJ. You know. Everywhere I go. Well, okay, so tell us a little bit about, you gave us a background. Um, kind of give us a, a feel for your collegiate career. Collegiate career, so I got to U.S. in 2005. I, I love to describe this to my players because I, uh, I got here with two duffel bags mm. and I thought I have a lot. And mm. then I unpacked in like 10 minutes and then I realized I got nothing. Yeah. Um, and then I went to the bathroom because we moved into the dorm um, first before everybody else came because we had to start preseason and there wasn't toilet paper. <laughs> and then I realized I'm hungry and I don't have a car. I don't speak language. I don't have a fork. Uh, <laughs> I don't even know how to turn off the AC. So that was like kind of deep breath and reality check quickly, yeah. kind of leaving that comfort and just, okay, this is like, I'm naked. I gotta start from scratch. I gotta. So I went to the gas station across the street, uh, where, where the guy spoke Alabamian English, and I could not understand a word. <laughs> so I all I know is I got a hot dog, and I didn't have much money either. So you know you gotta start worrying about your finances right away. It's like mm. the hot dog was two three dollars. I don't know. And um, well. Long story short, um, preseason started fairly quickly. Uh, it, it was a rough, my, my, just the startup here was, you know, you're starting school, um, new culture, new language. Um, it was tough. Um, I remember we, there was another two girls from Serbia on the team. I mean, we group cried. We come <laughs> to the locker room and we cried. It was like, you know, we miss home and then you get on the phone and you're like trying, like nothing yeah so how did the sport go as far as you know you you had the resistance up front um, 
just being introduced into the culture. But as far as sport, how did how did that go? Talk us quickly through your your seasons at the UAB. So first season. <laughs> oh, we're about to group cry. <laughs> you want to pause or no? And we're back. So tell us about your first season. So the first season went by pretty quickly. Um, Melinda Claiborne um, that recruited us, she resigned about a week before we got there. So our first season coach was Nikola Petrovic, who actually recruited us from Serbia. And um, needless to say, he's been much, th I think he was tougher on us than on anybody else because he didn't want us to think we have a different treatment. Uh, we didn't have many players, I think eight or nine. Uh, UAB was um, one win and 24 losses the year before we got there. Um, so I think we turned it around right away as a freshman. We had, I think, six starting freshmen. It was a brand new team. Um, and I think we ended up being maybe 15 and 13 or something like that. But it was a winning season right away, uh, which to surprise of everybody in Conference USA was kind of, hey, they came back pretty strong. Right. Uh, and that was a buildup of something really good because we had all freshmen starting and we were just about to mature. Um, for me as a player, it was different. I felt the volleyball was differ different. Uh, as a setter, I've been calling, I've been called a lot of doubles. So I think what does that mean? Um, so if the ball spins or your hands are not aligned properly, um, you would be called double or your feet are not quite under the ball. You're not lined up. They are going to call double. Uh, I think they were more lenient, uh, back home on that. So it was shock for me to have uh, in a game about five, six doubles, like five, six errors, just ball handling by myself. A um, little bit killing the confidence because I came, we all came as a much stronger players, but yet I've been called those doubles that I, you know, it, it was just, and everybody in conference been saying, oh, she's a good setter, but she, mm -hmm. she makes too many doubles. And of course I was slow, couldn't move. Um, so that was the issue that, uh, you know, as a setter, you have to be the most movable player on the court. And, and that was my struggle, especially collegiate volleyball. Right. Uh, but again, you know, first season came and go. Uh, Nikola Petrovic uh, went somewhere else after our season. And a new coach came in uh, beginning of my sophomore year, which was, again, decision maker. Do we stay or do we go? Right. Is it going to be uh, kind of a clean house or... So it was a little bit uncertainty, kind of where are we going with this? Are we staying, are we leaving? But we all stayed. Yeah, that's that was the, the joy of collegiate athletics. Yeah. Coaching changes. Yeah, yeah. Ooh, man, so much. So uh, there was one season and already pretty much head coach quit. We got one coach and then the other coach came. Yep. And I often tell my girls, you know, they get so frustrated in a club. Ooh, I don't like my coach. <laughs> I said, yeah, that's just one out of <laughs> oh. next 20 that you're going to have. You know, so, you know, uh, you know if and, you're lucky. <laughs> and even Excuse me. What's up, Bobby? My white crayon doesn't show up very Oh, well. your white crayon doesn't show up on white paper. Well, let's use another one. 
So, you know, even kids that come to me, they're like, oh, I love Coach Nevin. And one time I told to the girl, like she, I felt like she's attaching towards me. And I called her one day and I told her I was moving back to Serbia. And she knew, yeah, we're gonna leave. Okay. Um, I told her I was moving back to Serbia and she nearly was on the verge of tears. And I was, and then I told her later, look, you can't get that attached to the coaches, like good or bad, they're, they come and go. Yeah. So do you gotta you learn from both, do what you can and then move on. So that was year one, yeah. fast track to your last season. Yes, well, we came fast track in our second year, we won conference. So we're back. And you just said that after your second season, you guys won conference. So what happened in season three? How did you guys finish? Season three, we ended up in the final of the conference. We fell short um, in a conference in that final match. We did not make it to NCAA my third year. Um, and for me, um, I had to do the shoulder surgery right after the season. And that was leading into my fourth year. Okay, so, uh, yeah, shoulder surgery sucks. Had yeah. two roommates have shoulder yeah, pain at the same time. Yeah, it's not fun. You, you, <laughs> you realize how much you use your right hand for various <laughs> actions. Oh, yeah. Uh, so, okay, so you came back, powered through. And uh, how did you guys end up finishing your fourth season? So our fourth season, we actually, um, I think we lost in a conference final, uh, but we made an enlarged bid to NCAA uh, and we traveled to um, Nebraska. So we won our first round, faced Nebraska in the second round. <laughs> that was quick. That was <laughs> that was quick. So, um, yeah, that, that was the end. Okay. And I know that's a quick overview, but um, just so we can kind of get an idea of um, your collegiate experience. Um, so from playing collegiate volleyball, um, you know, along the way you got into the club scene. Right. And you coach clubs. Um, I kind of came in on the back end of that. Right. <laughs> uh, so... I have an idea of what went on there. With Blockout, Fast Track, and woo! And now we're at Blockout Volleyball Academy. Blockout Academy. E-O-A. Um, what do you do there? What is Blockout? So Blockout is a volleyball skill training facility. Um, I work with the various ages from my youngest were six years old. Um, and then I had all up on collegiate level. Um, just polishing the skill really mm-hmm. fundamentals and I feel it's much needed in every level because I think it it's overlooked most of the times right. it hasn't taught correctly and then people come in even when they're 15 16 and we have to do what I call lesson number one yeah you know what I would do with a six-year-old I do now <laughs> with a 16 year old yeah so that's um, and, and, and it's kind of a reality check sometimes they players come in and they they are like well do i even know anything i said well no but we'll fix it yeah yeah <laughs> it's it's like with the uh, home monitor and you know a lot of times even with the professional athletes we have to regress them to the base level right. movements right um just due to 
And, and what's most important, I feel like kids, they progress even with a bad form for so long until they hit the wall and they're like, I can't make, I can't hit any harder, I can't right. do anything. I say, we got to fix it. And then you, you like step forward and then two step back, two step forward. Right, no, 100%. So, uh, that's what we do there. And um, I always tell my kids, I teach life. Right. So, um, well, you've had I, a lot of experience, right? And I always tell them if you walk out of here and you all only learn volleyball, I didn't do my job. I agree, that's awesome. That's awesome. So, what's coming? What, what programs do you offer? We didn't get into that. What do you offer? So, my signature program, what I would say, and something that I took from Serbia, um, is a school of volleyball. And that's uh, just a program for our youngest kids that we really learn those basics. So then once when they develop later, they don't have to come back and fix. They just kind of Progress. have to grow and stay healthy and they'll be fine. Yeah, long-term um, development. That's right. Um, so I would really, that's my passion. I, I thought when I started coaching, my passion would be older kids, like yeah. 15 plus, until I've learned <laughs> that's not fun. <laughs> so... <laughs> I shift my passion to the beginners and, uh, you know, skill development and, uh, you know, kids, they're just starting up and basic movements and just not even volleyball development, but realizing how much more it comes to the development of athlete right. in the speed, in nutrition, in a just overall mentality, right. not just, oh, I'm going to come coach you and you're going to be great athlete because that's it, false. It is. What you said, that's hilarious. Um, with new coaches, newer coaches, they always want the high school athletes or the, the professional athletes until they get them. Yeah. And they realize how much you actually have to almost, almost babysit. Yeah. You know, and I don't mean that in a, in a negative light, but you almost have to babysit those athletes. Right. Really. Right. Uh, it, it takes a lot, but the, the younger kids are raw energy. Right. And if you can direct it or learn to direct well, it, well, the kids that have quality, quotation mark experience, they also come with egos yeah. that they know stuff. Right. And then when you try to explain them that things have to be corrected and that there are other things they got to work on outside of the volleyball court, I mean, it's almost like they don't want to hear it. And then you're dealing with, here you're dealing with athlete ego and on the top of you get a parent uh, ego and it's a yeah. hot mess. It is. I've, <laughs> I've been dropped into that world uh, right. by helping out at Blockout, and right. you know it's it's baffling. I'm like, oh, you're you're in freaking whatever grade, and you you suck at moving. Like you can't move. You know now who's been work who you've been working with or have you been working? Right. There's basic footwork. I mean, we've been stuck in. Well, not once it's stuck. We, we're in a progression where we've actually regressed back to the shuffle, and actually the girls look great. Yeah. Um, but we, you know, we had some fun with it yesterday. Kept the net up. Right. No one lost their head. No hair got caught in the net, so we were good. Um, but yeah, no, that's awesome, man. Um, what do you do with your older athletes? With my older, so. Younger athletes, they work on overall skills. Overall athletes, most of the times come if they already have their positions. Mm -hmm. So they're divided like hitting lessons, passing lessons, setting yeah. lessons. It's more Almost specializing. Like a practice. 
yeah, just working on specific skill. Uh, sometimes now when we are in a midst of pre tryout season, everybody <laughs> works everything. That's the only way it's gonna work. Yeah. Uh, but then we get in the summer and uh, kind of off season from club and school, and and we really get to the kind of specialties. Right. Um, if right. you're outside hitter, blocker, passer, setter, whatever you need to work on, that's what we get okay. after. That's awesome. That's an awesome intro to block out. Um, of course, you'll be on more often, so we'll hear more about the ins and outs and um, how everything's progressing. Um, just real quick, could you give a quick overview of volleyball and the positions and like rotations and whatnot? Sure. Um, which is you funny thing. Which is funny thing that you minutes. said because. Uh, <laughs> Yeah, because I write on a board for my kids. I, they come at 11, 12, which it's so funny. I got to say this. I get an email. Hey, my kid is mastering all the skills but serving. It's like mastering. Hold on. We're 11. We're not mastering nothing yet. But then I get them. I ask them, do you even know the zones in the court? And they, they're like, uh, no. Well, positions. We got set, setter, which is quarterback, playmaker. You got uh, middle blocker, middle hitter. There's a couple of those in the court. You got two outside hitters. Uh, you got libero, and you got right side hitter. Um, so how many are on the court at one time? There is six, but counting libero that comes in for the back row, it's like seven. They're constant in rotation. Um, something that have changed since I played, it's that right now we're divided in the front row and back row players, which is ridiculous right. because we're what what has been done in the clubs you're either front row or you're back row i'm yet to find a player that is playing all <laughs> around yeah. which is like you can't know half of the game and then the funny thing is when they come in for a training if they're a kidder i need to work on my hitting i was like no that's what you're doing like you need to work on everything <laughs> yeah. like you can't pick and choose what you're gonna do in a game like <laughs> you gotta pass set and hit and serve oh. and it's <laughs> And then the back row player is like, well, I'm a back row. Yeah, you still you still got to learn how to right. hit. You can back row hit. You can attack. Right. Uh, you know, so You're we're – And it's funny thing. We're creating one dimension, but then they're like, oh, we want collegiate scholarship. And I tell them, let me tell you, they pay for a six-rotation player. It's a full-time yep. job. It's not three-rotation. It's a six-rotation. So if you're gonna get there, you might be six two hitter, but you better dig some balls because when you watch Olympics, oh, yeah. six five people are falling down in a pancake roll, digging the balls. And they can move, no. they have footwork. Yes, <laughs> yes, so it's kind of like Oh man. Uh, what my daughter and what my daughter needs to do to improve. You give A, B, and C, okay. Uh, we're still gonna do what we think is the best. Right, okay. Yeah, parents know best all yeah. the time. Right. Oh, well, that's another topic, another day. <laughs> we might need to get a, a panel of coaches in on that one. Right. Um, well, I've enjoyed it, Coach Nev. I hear Jack yelling. I don't know what sister's doing to him. So let's go attend to our kids. Right. Oh, man. I appreciate it. I had a great time. Thank you, Coach DJ. You're welcome. Until next time.